You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's Halloween weekend. Too much? No, no. I thought that was good. Good. Sports fans, sorry if you, you know, drove your car, your Tundra, your, uh, not your, not your uh, electronic plugged in vehicle not your tesla for christ's sake don't worry elon musk is going to save the world elon musk is going to save the world one electric car at a time but it doesn't make people less entitled you sit down in that seat and the when the computer pops up it should say don't be entitled by the fact that you drive a tesla would you like to see a saw movie where it's just jigsaw versus elon musk massey sure sure yeah i think i'd be into that it is worth noting hello 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 hello, elon do you want to play a game that's pretty close to your Batman. Damn it. See, I'm trying. I'm, 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 Batman and uh, Jigsaw. Pretty close. Pretty similar. Um, it is worth noting that this will be only available in podcast form. We have an interview airing on Friday, mount, uh, two to three mountain time with our professional skier, Kate Zellif. And I like to call her our because we had, we had her on four years ago. And from there, her career has skyrocketed. She went from the Kings and Queens of Corbett's. Now she's doing her own projects involved in the creative process and has allowed herself to become, I don't know, kind of larger, larger than life, female skier, pro skier right now. And it was awesome. She was kind enough to let us pepper her with questions and really dig into what she's all about. And, uh, if you don't, if you don't catch the radio from two to three to uh, Friday on KHOL, then please download the Kate Zelf interview. It is worth a listen. Yeah, she definitely like piggybacked and skyrocketed from our success. I feel like we were like, you know, she's a camper on the slide. We're the blob. She hits the blob, Teton Sportstock, and catapults into the stratosphere of fame. And yeah. She appreciates, w- but she's appreciative. Yeah. Also, in the situation, are we the person going down on the blob? No, no, we're the blob. Zellif, oh, she, we're the she, blob. She hits the blob and then she skyrockets into the stratosphere. It's like, oh, it's like. Aaron Rodgers with the Packers, except she's appreciative of her success because of what we did for her. Okay, I don't think she uh, owes us anything. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, we have a packed we joke. show. We, joke. we have a packed show. We have the huddle. We have three up, three down. We have college football pick them. But by the way, I'm getting closer and closer to 500, nearer and nearer Graham Trainers mark. So it is really? going to be Isn't a contentious close? show. I think I'm three games back. Oh, I had, I had such a bad week last week. It was, uh, I thought it was, it was, haunt, it was haunting. It was the Halloween season. It was a haunting week for me. The last two weeks were haunting. Also, I didn't know Clemson was phony. I knew Ole Miss was phony. Um, I did not think that Texas A&M was that phony. They lost to South Carolina. We had some good and we had some bad, but we got, we got to shed off last week. We got to. Water off the dog's back. You got to get back on that horse, and we got to start making bold predictions tonight. We do, and I appreciate you for giving all my losses the last couple weeks. That's nice of you. So we're gonna we're just gonna call that a wash, right? Oh no, the, we have points, and points between us counts. All right, they do. Points are like blood. All right, let's huddle up. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week and your goat of the week pack show trainer you give me your good news of the week 
My question of the week, is that a Clemson hat? No, it's not a Clemson hat. I When I walk my dogs, <laughs> I need orange so people don't shoot me or my dogs. Uh-oh. It's kind oh of a goodness. Wyoming okay. thing. You walk around a national forest. You know who else walks around a national forest? Hunters. You know what else walks around a national forest? Elk, deer. And they like to shoot those things. And I don't want to be shot. Not a big fan. Touche. All right. Sounds good. Not I'm all bad. fired up, uh, trainer. About what? I don't know. Sports. Give me your good news. Uh, the. Are you good? <laughs> all right. All right. Everybody relax. Everybody calm down. What did I do? Nothing, man. I'm just fired up. I'm just fired up to be here. All right, I'll I, chill. I'll chill. Hey, man. Well, what's your good news the, this week, man? The, <laughs> I'll keep it chill. Baseball related. Mm-hmm. Baseball's for it's slow. It's chill. The Rangers hired Bruce Bochy as their new manager, who will wear a baseball uniform as a head coach. As Massey, you do love. Yeah. Um, it's a little traumatic because he destroyed the Texas Rangers in the 2010 World Series as the manager of the San Francisco Giants. They won in 2010, 2012, 2014. They're known as the even year champion. That's right. Um, but it's like one of those things where uh, it's like um, I was looking this up. It's it's called a face turn in pro wrestling. It's when the heel becomes the becomes the hero. Okay. Uh, Darth, Va- Darth Vader did it once. He became, he said, he said, Luke, as an old man, I'm dying. I want to become a Jedi again and I want to be redeemed. So it reminded me of that. It reminds me of like when the Terminator from Terminator 1 becomes the good guy in Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. So the good news is we got a Hall of Fame manager. He's not, he's not 80, which is nice mm-hmm. because some of those Hall of Fame managers come out of retirement too late. Dusty Baker's done a good job of that. He came out of retirement at the right time. He's coaching slash managing the Astros to uh, another World Series appearance, yeah, and that's my good news. Okay, so what is exactly does the the skipper have to do on a bench that doesn't mm. that doesn't align with like the GM picking all his players? Like I don't understand exactly what spi- his role is. It's spitting seeds, looking cool, wearing the right sunglasses, like the right you know tint. Mm-hmm. They're indoors now. The Rangers are, so it's like the tinted sunglasses, like looking kind of cool and relaxed. Looking chill, keeping it cool on the side, on on in the dugout and on the bench, and basically it's like he has all the authority over the pitching coach, the hitting coach. He says all all decisions go through me, guys, but I'm the chill dude who gets to hang out, you know, hang my resume out there with the World Series rings, and that's kind of his role. He's taking the what the GM gives him, and he's trying to manage the game. All right, all right. It it just seems seems like an antiquated position in baseball. Oh, so we, okay. So we should like, we should, uh, it's like getting rid of the CEO and then like absorbing that, absorbing that salary. They should like give it, give it back to the people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just seems like it's all when people give baseball higher ups credit beyond the players, it always seems to go to like, oh, and this person assembled this team and this person did this and ownership did that. The cool thing, all right. The cool thing for that is the GM of the Rangers, Chris Young, was a starting pitcher under Bruce Bochy when Bruce Bochy managed the Padres before he was the Giants' head manager. So there's a little bit, there's there's a good rapport there. The GM hired him. They have a rapport. It used to be player. It used to be player coach. Now Mm. it's GM coach. So well, okay. All right. Give me give me a bold prediction. What the Rangers are going to do next year with new uh, management? Finished fourth in the AL West. That seems slow. Nah, it's not. It's not so. It's not as bad as you think. It's it, it's progress. 
Where did they finish this year? Fourth. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Checks out. Checks I out. I mean, just they're gonna. But you asked last. You asked next year, twenty twenty four, win the World Series. All right. There we go. There we go. That's an even year, and Bruce Bochy wins World Series on even, even years. years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bochy yeah. always yeah. always gearing up for even years. My good news <laughs> of the week is that the Bucks might be bad. Might be. They might be bad. They have confirmed confirmed bad. bad. They lost to Carolina twenty one to three. They had 60-something rushing yards. They averaged 68 rushing yards a game, which is the worst, mm-hmm. mind you, the worst in the NFL. They're currently 3-4, and four, leading the NFC South. Atlanta, 3-4. and four. Carolina, 2-5. and five. New Orleans, 2-5. Two and, two and, and if New Orleans runs the table, they play the Bucs, the Atlanta, and Carolina again, there's a 45% chance they'll make the playoffs. I think there's a 99% chance they win the NFC South. NFC South is the new NFC East. It's terrible. It's It's really bad. It's really bad. The Saints got this. Don't worry about it. Jameis is coming back, right? I don't know when Jameis is going to return. Andy Dalton seems like he's going to be the starter this week against the Raiders. All I... Am I yeah. reading the wrong newspapers? No, probably not. I have I no. have not I have not looked or or checked Jameis Winston's status because every single every single day it's did not practice half participant. So yeah, Andy Dalton just uh, really throws bad. He's really good at throwing the linebackers, just like Jameis Winston was in his past. But all right, here's a scenario. Mm-hmm. Tom, I was gonna say a critical number for Andy Dalton. You know he almost had forty fantasy points in that game against the Cardinals. He did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did he have three interceptions? Well, you should. He at least had two pick sixes. So he probably had three interceptions. But it's funny to think about like how pick sixes don't. This, I mean, this is fantasy dork time, but like it's just funny to think like you can still almost have 40 points and throw three interceptions and two pick sixes and you can still be a big contributor for all us electronic uh, managers out there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's my, here's my scenario. Yeah. Tom yeah. Brady in a, in a romantic mm-hmm. gesture. Quits football in order to save his marriage in the midseason. Too late. Carolina's third-string quarterback, Philip Walker, formerly of the XFL, levels off and is actually not that good. And the Falcons collapse just like the Falcons usually collapse, and the Saints are in the playoffs atop of the NFC South. I'm all in. All right. All right. Just have to just have to feel it. You just gotta you gotta manifest it. Is Andy Dalton the best quarterback in the NFC South this year? Actually, that's a great that's a great question. <laughs> or is Taysom Hill? Or is Jameis Winston with a bad back? I think Taysom Hill might be number two and Andy Dalton number one, and then Tom Brady a distant third. Mm-hmm. Is it sad that we're seeing in real yeah. time some of our heroes yeah. like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady become old? We knew well, it was going to happen. Let's not, let's not throw the H word around with Aaron Rodgers. The H word? Hero. <laughs> oh, 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 hero. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. Maybe maybe in a different elites, sense. Elites. Thank yeah, you. Elites turning. Yeah, we, we watched this happen with P. Riv, uh, Roblesberger, Matt Ryan, and Drew Brees. Well, Matt. Eli yeah, Manning. We'll have a Viking funeral for Matt Ryan tonight. Don't worry. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's difficult to watch. It's difficult to see the changing of the. It's, it's like. I remember when 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 Roger sorry when uh when Brady retired it was like holy crap we're so old that now all of them are retired except basically Rogers all those those older guys I just already mentioned mm-hmm. and now Brady's gone and then Brady came back and I felt younger again felt youthful yeah but then I started to see Brady you know start to look like a Florida man get divorced and it's just like it's spiraling it's terrible 
Yeah, we're back. Yeah, my knee started hurting right as right as Tom Brady lost yeah. that game yeah. uh, on Sunday. All right, trainer, give me your critical number of the week. Seven. Seven. I have no idea. That is uh, John Elway's number. He was a an old man quarterback once himself. But this is in reference to seven technical fouls last night when we were recording with Kate Zeliff. In the third quarter, there were seven technical fouls between the Warriors and the Suns. The NBA is hot. It's feisty. I like it. It's early, but there's drama. This is the most technical fouls in one quarter in 25 years. It's tied for most all time in a quarter. Clay Thompson uh, got a double technical. Draymond got a technical. Surprise. Yeah, shocker. Chris Paul, Aiton, and Booker all got technical fouls. And on the way out, Clay Thompson reminded Devin Booker that he had four rings. And it was it was great drama to have in the game four of an NBA season. Wait, okay. Did a fight break out? Uh, the, the NBA equivalent of a fight? Yes. Lots, oh, you lots mean of shoving. Yeah, so shoving. everyone was talking really close, close to each other's face and then the benches stood up? Yeah. Uh, Steph was like chewing on his mouth guard more aggressively than usual. Mm-hmm. Everybody was pissed. It was great. It's very funny. The Suns should have a chip on their shoulder. They have, The last two seasons, they have absolutely epically failed. And the Warriors just seem like they're the Warriors again. And Clay Thompson holding up four fingers of Devin Booker in his face. It's so good. It's so it's just telling of where the Warriors are as a, as a franchise and where the Suns are as a franchise. It's like, you know what? You're going to have to come at the champ. You're going to have to dethrone the champ. Yep. You're nothing right now. And Devin Booker, he's was hot for years, like two or three years. And he's starting like in the playoffs, he starts to fade to black. Yeah, he does. And he's kind of he's kind of turning a little a little. Um... A little, little bit of a heel. I mean, a little bit the, of a CP3, his mentor. Well, yeah, a little, little bit. Is he? Yeah, is too much of a mentorship program going on between him and CP3. Like Luca and the Mavs put a stomping on them in Game Seven last year. Luca and Devin Booker not friends. Mm-hmm. Now Clay Thompson and Devin Booker not friends. Is he not as friendly as the Canadians usually are? I guess not. You're. I didn't even know yeah. he was Canadian. He is. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's Calipari poisoned him. And now CB3 finished the job off. So, oh, Devin Booker. I thought I didn't think you had it in you. My critical number is three players. Three players. Three players. Three players. On Texas AM, got suspended indefinitely for smoking weed in the locker room pregame against South Carolina. In College Station, they should be removed from the country. Well, it's one of those things. I don't know. I think it was uh, in Columbia. Oh, the game, the South Carolina game? Okay. Um, Or Columbus. Is it legal there? Columbia, South Carolina? Columbia. 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 Okay. Anyway, point is, how do you do this? How is this something that happens in locker rooms all over the country with among true freshmen that know they're not going to play? Or is it because Jimbo Fisher doesn't have a grip on his team? I mean, they they came there as mercenaries. None of them really care. They're not bought into his system. They just want that NIL money, and they'll probably transfer. But it's very funny to think that these three guys were like, you know what we should do? We should go hot box a girl's bathroom. You know, like something something stupid like that, and they got busted. And it, it's it's just another red flag in the Jimbo Fisher tenure. How about that? Yeah, we're, we're just we're racking up red flags, I feel like, this entire year for Jimbo Fisher. It's pretty amazing. Did they, but the, did those, in their defense, do they have NIL cannabis deals? 
Oh, that's a good point. I did is, not was know this on that. brand. Was this on brand for them? Is it, is this fair? Yeah. Well, I had, I didn't check that out, but Texas is, is not, not a green state. So I'd have to assume that there's not a lot of, neither is South Carolina last time I looked. So I think they still have like the stars and bars going, don't they? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they might Jeez, That's yeah. that would be backwards. Um, Give me your stuck on trainer. Oh man. All right. So at least the Yankees didn't make it. Yeah. New York fan base did not make the world series, but we've got a Philadelphia and a Houston fan base. Gross. Both giddy, excited to be in the world series. It is a rematch of the 1980 Nolan Ryan versus Pete Rose world series. The who, Phillies won that. Who could forget two legends and the good news the silver lining going into this is the did you see how the Yankees Aaron Boone the manager who wears the uniform like he plays like like we like to talk like about, he plays baseball yeah he put on he put on a video for the Yankees this year of the 2003 Red Sox 2004 Red 2004 Red Sox when they came back down 03 against the Yankees to inspire his Yankees team does that make sense how silly that is? So he put on his rival's tape of being down 0 and 3 to a to a team and be like if Big Poppy did it then you guys can do it. Yeah, to a team, I know it's a completely different crew of guys, but like we're showing a video of the Yankees collapsing in 04, <laughs> the same franchise to the Red Sox to be like, "Hey, let's beat the let's beat the Astros. We're down 0-3. It's going to be fine. Watch the Red Sox did it." And then look what happened. So that made me laugh. That's ridiculous. I can't believe. Where did, did he put it up on the Jumbotron or did he sit everybody down <laughs> into a dark room? Do you study uh, film in baseball? I feel like it was probably like a very dark, sad room where the lights were out and he put it on like a, you know, a, the big screen in the, in the, in the game, the game table. Yeah. 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 Not on the, not on the Jumbotron. He didn't, he didn't like ask the, the Yankees staff. I wonder to, what version. I wonder what version of it was. Like they're out there doing batting practice. You know how like ESPN used to sell the DVD box sets of uh of like oh yeah the New England Patriots magical run to the Super Bowl by Sports years Illustrated now. or was it Sports, Sports Illustrated? Illustrated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they just get the box set of that? Act then, now and you get three free bonus T-shirts. Yeah, with with three small payments of nineteen ninety five. History can be yours. And then after it gets through all that, it's like, hi, I'm Big Poppy. And that's not his accent. And But do they start doing interviews with the Red Sox players? And they're like, yeah, I remember that series. I missed that window. If any of the teams I rooted for actually were successful during that Sports Illustrated, that time when it was like the Columbia. Remember the Columbia CDs? You get like 20 CDs for a penny. Oh, yeah. Scam. Yeah, like I, the, every team I root for was so bad in that window that I never got scammed into doing that because the Mavericks won in 2011, but that was already kind of dead. So. Yeah, you really missed out on I a really, yeah, I missed out. Yeah, on a really big piece of history there. All right, my stuck on is a song. It's called The Eyes of Texas. Are you familiar with this song? Yes, indeed. Quinn Ewers, your boy. Yeah, Texas. Um, The Eyes of Texas is a, is has some sort of really significant meaning in Austin. And people... The boosters, by I mean people, the boosters absolutely make it a requirement for all the players to uh, uh, attend this Eyes of Texas, which they sing after every single game in front of their band. They make sure the players are there. They make sure the coaches are there. And if you're not there, they will 
be outraged. And this year, it's Steve Sarkeesian. After he lost to Oklahoma State, he walked off the field without singing the eyes of Texas, and people oh. were outraged. Shots outraged. fired. Sam Ellinger, when he was at Texas, he's now starting quarterback for the Colts. He got, uh, I don't know, ridiculed for standing away from the team after their triple overtime loss to Oklahoma for not seeing in the eyes of Texas. Tom Herman, there were some emails recovered between Tom Herman and some boosters that were absolutely disgracing Tom Herman because he left the game, left the stadium early without seeing in the eyes of Texas. What is it with the eyes of Texas that makes it so critical that the boosters will go after your job or after your uh, position to, if you don't sing this stupid song? Massey, just like a baseball manager needs to wear the uniform like his players, it's tradition, man. Tradition? Some traditions can die. (laughs) There are plenty of traditions out there that are no longer anymore and new traditions formed in their place. And I read somewhere that— The A&M players are trying to start a new tradition, smoke weed in the locker room, the visitor's locker room. Hey, you know, that's it. They're they're culture. It is funny. Um I, I didn't know about Sam Ellinger's and uh, Tom Herman's, I guess, like lack of traditional support for that song. Yes. I, I know that song exists and it should be the eyes of Tesla are upon you nowadays, mm. but mm. yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I, I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that shows you there's a degree of hot seat that you're on. If you're on an 80 degree hot seat, it gets cranked up to 85. If you don't stay, stick around and sing the eyes of Texas. Eyes of Tesla are upon you. Is that how it goes? Live long day. Is that it? The eyes of Tesla are upon you. Yeah. That's the song. That was awesome. That was electric. Thanks. Give me your uh, quote slash question of the week trainer. Hopefully that was terrifying for your Halloween weekend. Um, Oh, yeah, sorry. Mike Leach. Well, I already spoiled who said it, but Mike Leach quote coming in hot, pulling it up right now. Great quote. Radio, dead time. Okay, this is when they lost Alabama 24-0 in Alabama cover, just like I said they would. Wow. I didn't think we played well at all. We've got some guys that are afraid of the jerseys that say Alabama on it. You want to scare some of the guys on our team? Put an Alabama jersey on, and it will scare the hell out of them i think that's i think if you're a mississippi state fan you're probably tired of mike leach giving these types of speeches post game after a loss but if you're over no it's not over he's got will rogers he's an electric quarterback in the in the sec he's got most pass yards going to shatter dak prescott's records anyway point is oh oh. (laughs) sneaking that in yeah just just pointing that out dak prescott no longer the best quarterback to come out of mississippi state more electric than bryce young no no, well, Bryce Long, okay. Bryce Young is heads and shoulders. Just checking. My you. point is, if you're a Mississippi State fan, you're <laughs> sick of Mike, Le- Mike Leach and saying all this weird stuff. And if you're yeah. someone like me, he comes in and goes, uh, pops up in my feed every, I don't know, probably like once a month during the season, twice a mm-hmm. month, and I eat it up. I'm like, this guy's super weird. I mean, he he was doing like T Rex impressions, and like he Love he it. said that uh, eventually if if uh, the wide receivers breed in Mississippi State. Their third-generation ancestors won't have hands or something. He was talking about how his wide receivers couldn't catch, and they played scared. And he gave the most ridiculous roundabout way of explaining that. And it was I, – I loved it. All I see is burgundy and white now. I see 
or Crimson and White, whatever you want to call it. Al, it's Nick Saban. It's a Nick Saban show. It's a Jimbo Fisher show. And it's a Mike Leake show. That's all I see. That's well, all I see. You know who's putting together a pretty good season down in Baton Rouge is Brian Kelly. No, no. Let's, that Alabama-LSU game. Are we game, doing good news, Master? Are we doing – oh, we already did good news. The yeah. Alabama-LSU stock game. That's my stock on. <laughs> the first weekend in November will we'll have some significance for the first time in – Night game. Two night years? Game. Night game, too. Yeah, night game as well. And those Cajuns love the sauce. <laughs> gumbo i do have a good like kind of fun thing that happened in this game i'm sure you saw this sean preston mississippi state player shaz preston alabama player brothers saw each other on the field had some um shenanigans tomfoolery some rompous room like joking around having a good time made me feel it was a good feel good moment of like oh my brothers i'm playing against my brother and it makes me long for the eventual Bills Cowboys Super Bowl, Trayvon mm-hmm. Diggs versus Trayvon Diggs, cornerback of the Dallas Cowboys franchise, Stefan Diggs, wide receiver for the Bills. So get ready. Are we how are we feeling about Trayvon Diggs? Oh, we love him. We love him. As a show, huge Cowboys show. You pick him every week for your three up. Well, my I guess what my question, <laughs> my where I'm going with that is that uh-huh. he gives up big plays, but he also makes interceptions. Oh. And I think over how, he's, how many games has he played? 30? He's got like 19 interceptions or 15 interceptions? Yeah, it's like, I think this is year two and a half. So, yeah, about 30. That makes sense. Yeah. that And also, people say that, well, he doesn't, he can't like cover some things, but sometimes you just need that guy wandering around the field that all of a sudden can come up with the ball. You know, you don't need, I mean, you do need players to cover their man, but also, if you know that he's there and you know that he's going to be a ball hawk. Start playing around him, and if he's good at being a ball hog, be like, you know what? I'll pick up some slack where he's where he's giving it, and we'll maybe we'll come up with a turnover once a once a game or every other game. Get an interception. If you have the best player in NFL, Micah Parsons, roaming around the front seven, you don't have to worry about the secondary. Do what you want, Trayvon. See, all right, that's a good point. Micah Parsons might be putting together an MVP type uh, type year unless you get that'd be cool. Have a defensive player win MVP? Aaron Donald got close, but yeah. Yeah, it, and and they move him around so much, it just blows plays up. God, he's so good. All right, that's enough. My, my, uh, no, let's keep going. Uh, my uh, quote of the week is, it's kind of paraphrased, but it's from Nathaniel Hackett. He is yep. the Broncos head coach. They're headed over to X London. Four, soon to be X, yes. They're headed over to London to play the Jaguars, where they are uh, – Plus three, Nathaniel Hackett. Hotspur, or is this going to be at Wembley? I don't you know, know the difference. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Look it up for me. Um, the difference. Uh, so when Nathaniel Hackett was asked about uh, Russell Wilson's hamstrings, he missed last yeah. game with a hamstring injury. He was uh, quoted in saying he was stretching and working out for four of the eight hours of the flight to London while mm-hmm. the rest of the team was sleeping. He even was nice. doing high knees in the aisle. Wow. To stay loose. So cool. Could you imagine as a human being on an airplane across the Atlantic and someone that you kind of hate yeah. secretly? Everybody hates him. Everybody in the Broncos hate him. Yeah. Hates him now. You can't. You're. It's like it's the best known secret. And he's doing high knees. Could you imagine? I could just see him going up and down the aisles 
with his knees right. hitting his hands and That's being right. like, what's up, guys? Let's ride. What's up, guys? Y'all ready to ride? Let's go to London. Let's ride. The Hawks. I mean, I mean, let's ride. Not let's go ride. Hawks. Let's ride. My it's bad. like, do you really have to keep doubling down on this personality you fabricated So, and we have to deal with it? Like, you, you can just relax. He can't relax. And he knows that this is going to get leaked, so he does it So he because he knows – if he does it out in the open like that and becomes, it becomes very apparent that he can't, he can't be like, I'm going to have Russ meditation time and chill in my, uh, in my seat. He's got to get up and be, make a spectacle. So it gets leaked that he's trying as hard as possible to the, be the best quarterback and athlete and superhero on his team. I rehab 18 hours a day yeah. to get to this position that I'm in. Oh, Ciara's man. next album is coming out soon. I think Subway pulled the dangerous the danger witch off the uh the menu because everyone hated the commercial so much. Are they pulling commercials now? Because we 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 went over this how I haven't seen many Matt Stafford commercials either lately. So I feel like they're starting to they've taken the Baker Mayfield model where it's like we're still gonna run these awful state well not not awful, but state farm commercials where the quarterback who's struggling is terrible in November and October. We gotta start pulling these because it's hard it's cringy to watch a quarterback be on TV repping uh, brands when he's playing so poorly on the field. That's maybe they took advice straight from yeah. us. I, I, that makes yeah, sense to me. They, maybe they listen. They probably do. We have the pulse. Yeah. We have, they, 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 they know the pulse of TST is, is the truth. All right. Give me, we got Kate, we got Kate Zellif on the show. We have pull download that podcast, electric interview, electric. Yeah. All right. Give me your goat of the week. This may be his second. I feel like it has to be his second time on my uh go to the week previous second time um two-time go to the week was bryson dechambeau antonio brown you're back is my go to the week these giselle t-shirts you're making holy crap he's making giselle t-shirts with him and giselle after the super bowl win of her jumping on him hugging him dancing like they're celebrating the buccaneers super bowl win over the kansas city chiefs and all charities Apparently, allegedly, all the proceeds of the $50 a piece t-shirts are going to charities supporting American America's fatherless kids. That sounds great on paper. Antonio Brown has a lot of debts to pay. I'm not buying it. And it's it's a little weird. So that's definitely a troll job if he's saying he's <laughs> going to parents of fatherless kids. And the yes. fact that he that's a Kanye yes, West. Yes, and that too. And that too. Yeah. It, that's a Kanye West type troll job with where right. uh, he's like actually and 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 they're only fifty bucks. This guy does only, he need only a, fifty bucks? Yeah, does he need a buck? Does he spend all? Has he spent all his money? Why unintended? Yes. Uh, I get it. Like yeah. Tampa Bay I get it. Thank you for killing my train of thought. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't even know where I was going. Antonio Brown is a disease. He he is fame and fortune has gone straight to his head, and he thinks that everything he touches is gold. He thinks he's a rapper. He thinks he's an uh, an artist performer. He is going straight down to the cuckoo factory, and needs <laughs> and needs to be put in a straitjacket until that he gets his meds right. Your your train of thought was: Does he need a buck? Yes, we discussed this. I believe the Super Bowl when he bought out like an entire suite at So SoFi SoFi Stadium for the Rams uh, Bengals Super Bowl, and he was like, "I'm going to invite all these celebrities like Floyd Mayweather and whoever else." And it's like, yeah, you're just 
you're outspending what you're making now because you left last year in the middle of a Jets Bucks game, started doing shirtless uh, jumping jacks in the Super Bowl, and that's the last time we ever saw you play an NFL down. So I, yeah, I think that things are not things are going south financially. So yes. Okay, so donate to the Antonio Brown charity because he <laughs> needs some money. No, sports fans don't don't do that. All right, trainer, give me your goat of the week. Antonio Brown. Goat oh, of the week. Right, right, your, right. Your turn. Your oh, turn. I, I got caught in the middle of something. I'll fill the dead air. My goat of the week, Trey Murphy. Oh, a real goat. A real, real a good goat, goat. A good goat of the week. Trey Murphy plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. He played for the University of Virginia, and he got his first start against the Mavs uh, last night. We are recording on Wednesday, so it was a Tuesday night matchup. Got his first start of the season against the Mavs. He played 36 minutes. He went eight from eight from the field, four for four from three, two from two from the line for 22 points. That's a 100% shooting trainer. I'm very excited about the hot start. We've only played four games. The hot start Trey Murphy's having and the hot start the Pelicans are having, despite the fact that Zion has stuck true to the storyline and gotten hurt early in the season. Now I'm angry. Why? Why is that? Because you, you you brought up the the Mavs losing. Oh my gosh! If I had all the Mavs talk cut up into splices on this show, I would be. It'd make you sick to your stomach. Western Conference runners. runners you up. have okay. you have given the 2011 Mavs more love, and that was over a decade <laughs> ago. You don't hear me spouting off about the Saints Super Bowl in 2010. That what that was a, a different decade, even beyond the Mavs winning. Um, anyway, <laughs> get <I'm>, off here. <laughs> you have to be a fan of Trey Murphy. It's, he's part I am, of your, I'm excited. I'll take the high road. I'll be, I'll be the bigger man here. Excited for Trey Murphy. I was, I was a little, I'm scared. I'll, let's just be, I'll be real. I'll, you know, cards on the table, scared to see Zion on the sidelines and we lose to the Pelicans. So the Pelicans are for real. And then we knew that we knew that we knew they were real and, they're proving it, and it's exciting because the Lakers suck. The Pelicans have risen. I'm excited for the NBA. The Lakers are so bad. And if you see Russell Westbrook shoot a up by two, they were up by two with a minute and a half left, and there was like 20 seconds left on the shot clock. Apparently that hasn't happened in 10 years. He's broken. He's so broken. I feel, I feel bad for him. He's just taking – he's taking – Russell Westbrook sucks. And it was a bad trade. But LeBron and the Lakers organization should own that and not just allow him to just be like the scapegoat for all their problems. Even without Russell Westbrook, even if he's off off the team, they, they, they that doesn't fix be, anything. Yeah, they weren't gonna you're not it's because you're not any good. Like so they're <laughs> not they're not they're not a good team. And it's exciting for the Lakers to suck, just like the Yankees losing the ALCS. Excited for that. Uh glad the Pelicans are on the rise. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this. Did I tell you Trey Murphy's name, nickname? Trigger. Trigger. That is yeah. such a sweet nickname. That's because he's automatic. Pull the Was trigger. That, I like that. Was that um, UVA started or now? It's like his NBA nickname. If it you was know? at UVA, I, I wasn't aware. Never heard it. Me, me neither. Um, he was only there for a year because transferred from Rice over to UVA, and then he got drafted as a 3 and D guy. Rice from Houston. I didn't know that. Yeah, try to try That's to keep fact. up. Try to keep up there, trainer. Oh, my bad. All right, let's go to our college football pick'em. We have a pretty good slate of games. I think there's going to be some sneaky matchups that we uh weren't aren't aren't aware of right now, but we'll be made aware of by the end of Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth mentioning the final four pick'em that trainer and I do. 
Trainer has really, really loaded up on one side of college football on the on the SEC side specifically. He's got Georgia, Tennessee, Bama, and I don't have your fourth one written down. USC. It's your turn if you want to make a change. You do have Southern Cal, right? I do have Southern California, correct. I have locked myself into the Big Ten representation in the yes. college football playoff by having Confirmed. Ohio State and Michigan. Penn State, yep. Um, Ohio State will cover against them <laughs> this weekend. I have Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, and Oregon. Oregon did a did work on UCLA this weekend. I think they have quietly, after getting that absolute public beatdown by Georgia, us overcrediting Georgia and undercrediting Oregon, we have forgotten about them on the West Coast. And they're putting together a really good back half of this season by beating UCLA. They have all the games in front of them to control their own destiny. They have to play USC. What I forgot is US, mm-hmm. the Pac-12 is playing a round robin like the Big 12 this year. There's no divisions. Yes, right. I didn't realize that. So they have USC, Utah yeah. left, and um, I feel really good about where my ducks are going. Bo Nix? You mean Bo my Picks? Um, <laughs> I can't believe that he's playing this well. Dark Horse Heisman candidate? Really stoked about my ducks. Oh, and Clemson, they don't have a ranked team left on the schedule. They struggled against Syracuse. They took had to take out DJ, put in Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham did good enough to win the game, but Clemson looks like they'll probably back their way into a playoff spot. Is it Kate or Cade? Cade, I think. Cade? No, I'm just curious. I, I, I know that uh, DJ Uga He got Yeah, not going to start anymore. He got pulled, and yeah, I didn't know who the backup was. So, all right, I want to make a change. Unless Massey wants to take the waiver wire. You want to make a change. Yeah, I want to make a change. You're, you you have Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, and USC. Yeah, and I want to make a change. All right, all right. Uh, Three hours north, Massey. There's a little school called Texas Christian University. Mm-hmm. Give them to me. All right, who are you going to drop? USC. Going to drop USC. Are you nuts? No, I'm not nuts. All right. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. ECU has been on my radar. They score a boatload of points. Their first-year head coach, Sonny Dyke, and, oh, man, I'm blanking on his name. I already forgot his last name, the the quarterback. Duggan? What's that? Dugan Duggan? Yes. Dugan, Max Dugan Duggan? That's yeah. it. They are electric, although they are playing a sneaky West Virginia team this week, and they're only favored by seven on the road. ECU, you're going to drop USC. Okay, noted. Noted there, trainer. You keep saying ECU. I just want to make sure we're confirmed. I'm not, I'm not picking up the the Pirates. We love we love Mike Leach, the Pirate, but I'm picking up TCU. <laughs> DCU. I said so ECU three know. times. All yes, right. Um, I'm, yeah, the Pac-12 is up. I'm, I'm proud of the Pac-12 for scheduling tough conference out-of-conference games. I feel like the Pac-12 is playing very well. It's nice to see Lincoln Riley – not Lincoln Riley. Yes, Lincoln Riley. Yes, the USC coach. Yes. I feel like even just bringing him into the Pac-12 fold has improved the Pac-12 stock, and I think USC being good again is great. But, yeah, I think at this, at this time, Mazzy, right now, I feel like I want, I want to pick up TCU. Isn't it weird that the Pac-12 is back? We haven't talked about the Pac-12. We just didn't have to talk about the Pac-12 for a while. No. It was just Oregon or bust. That was it. And now there's it's Oregon, USC, UCLA, and Utah. And Utah is playing good football. Utah's still good, yeah. So yeah. it's it's one of those things. Utah beat where, USC. That's 
Yeah. You asked me one. in August what would the Pac-12 do? What would the Pac-12 do? And I would say absolutely nothing. But now we're looking at the Pac-12 and the Big 12, wondering if someone can come out of there clean and undefeated and make it to the college football playoff. Because if they cannibalize themselves, I think we're going to see two SEC teams, Big Ten and Clemson, again. And I respect you trying to talk me down from the USC drop because if USC and Oregon play each other in the round robin Pac-12 championship, USC prevails. I could see that. I think USC giving up 43 points and losing by one to Utah is Utah's offense really. I mean, yeah, I just, that's just too many, that's too many points. I'm, I'm afraid of USC's defense. So I'm going to, I'm going to stand pat. I'm going to or not stand pat. I'm going to change as I already said and pick up TCU. All right, let's get into the slate of games. I'm not sure where you wanted to start. I have four Go games picked here, but to- same. To kick off our Saturday at 10 a.m., Ohio State goes on the road to play Penn State. Ohio State is ranked number two. Penn State is ranked number 13. They got absolutely walloped by Michigan. That's their only loss on the road. Ohio State's defense, it's ranked second in the country. Do you know who's first? Virginia? The Illini. <laughs> Brett? The Al- yep. Yep, Bielema and the Illini had the best That's defense in like the country. The Big Ten. That's why you like the Big Ten so much. Well, they did beat Virginia. There's a, there's an explanation True. for it. Michigan defense, is to compare, is number five, and Penn State could not do anything against them. Sean Clifford is not the guy. Their overpaid head coach that got – I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Franklin. James Franklin got paid a zillion dollars because he sniffed an SEC contract and they gave him a zillion bucks to stay to be mediocre. I think Jim Knowles' uh, Ohio State defense covers the 15.5-point spread. C.J. Stroud having a Heisman season. He is the front runner for the Heisman. They no. Are, oh, Massey, that's, that's, that's Big Ten bias on your part. Hendon Hooker, my Tennessee Vols, is the front runner right now. Excuse you. All right. You. All right. We'll see in December. <laughs> Ohio State. Uh, yeah, Penn State, 6-1, and 3-1 and one in the conference. Ohio State undefeated, obviously undefeated in the conference. 15.5-point favorites on the road. Are they, do, are they doing the whiteout? Is this game at night? I would like to No, they, they are not doing the whiteout. They're doing the uh, oh. the – I saw a tweet that said uh, a checkerboard. So blue, blue, white, blue, white are copying the Tennessee white, orange, white, orange. That sounds like a logistical nightmare. I'm going to go with the Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, oh. Could you imagine trying to get a bunch of drunk college kids to, to abide by that? Do they drink in Pennsylvania? They don't drink like they do in the SEC. So, yeah, you got to put, I mean, I guess Pennsylvania's drink. Yeah. yeah. Pennsylvania's pretty rural. Maybe I am worried about West Virginia drinking too much and TCU losing. No, I'm good. All right. But yeah, I'm no whiteout, no problem. Ohio State. I'm gonna go. Yeah, 21 point favorite. All right. Or what's 21 your, point win? Nice. What's your uh, What's your next game? Oklahoma State, number nine, six and one overall, three and one in the in the Big Twelve, at Massey's Kansas State Wildcats, number twenty two, five and two overall, three and one. So this is an important game in the it Big is. Twelve because both them are three and one. Kansas State's actually the favorite at home. I'm a huge, huge Cowboys fan, whether it's college or NFL. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State to cover and win on the road. Oklahoma State is second in the Big 12. Kansas State is third in the Big 12. They are muscling or jostling their way into that second position because, again, they play round robin. So if you come in second in the Big 12, you play the number one. Uh, Number one, can we guess it? Yes, it's TCU. There we go. Yeah. Kansas State has a loss to 
TCU with their backup or third-string quarterback. They have a loss to Tulane, which really is kind of inexplicable, although Tulane did show up briefly into the top 25 earlier this year. Adrian Martinez, who you might remember from being the laughable quarterback at Nebraska, transferred to Kansas State. He was doing pretty well, serviceable serviceable quarterback. He's banged up. His second string is banged up. I'm going to agree with you. Oklahoma State wins and lays the points. I like that we got to uh, embrace Nebraska in this show in some way, one way or another. Right. They have a big game, too. They have a sneaky good game against somebody. I'll look that up while you introduce the next Illinois, game. Illinois, your, your favorite defense. Oh, oh, pick the Illinois and the points. Yeah. All right. Love it. My game. Let's talk about it. Number seven, TCU, favored by seven on the road against West mm. Virginia. JT Daniels, mm. TCU has played a couple of games uh, against backup quarterbacks. Uh, they played Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's backup quarterback. Um, we have a healthy JT Daniels. Oh, excuse me. They have played Kansas State's backup and Oklahoma's backup. And now they have a healthy JT Daniels on the road in West Virginia. I am going to go ahead and say it. I expect West Virginia to cover. Oh, what? Wait, this is a – oh, t- okay. So, West Virginia to cover seven and a half points. Do you think West Virginia is going to win this game at home? Do I think West Virginia will win? Um, you have, yeah, you're not you're, – I know I know. officially you're just saying West Virginia is going to cover, but do you actually think I'm a fool for picking up TCU in this spot? No, I don't think you're a fool, but I do think there's a little bit of a, a, little bit of a trap game. Okay. I'm going to go – yeah, I like the I like the trap game narrative. One and three in the Big Twelve. West Virginia, who have they lost to? They've lost three games in the Big Twelve. Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Kansas. Yeah. Pitt. And they lost to Pitt, the ACC, the ACC, the great Pitt, Pitt Panthers. Uh at Pitt versus Kansas. Back, remember when? Remember when we used to talk about Kansas and we didn't anymore? Um. Oh, by the yeah, way, TC- my my pit take is aging well, finishing below five hundred. They're four and three. No, you right killed now. it. You killed it. Uh, TCU will cover the win by ten on the road. All right, all right, I like that. Uh, down in the SEC, late game, number nineteen, Kentucky at number three, Tennessee. Tennessee is favored by twelve. They're going to wear their blackout uniforms at home when Kentucky comes to visit. Will Levitz is starting. He's expected to be more healthy than he's ever been all season. Kentucky as a whole is healthy. They're running back. Uh, Chris Rodriguez is healthy. They're kind of starting to hit on all cylinders. Trainer, what do you think of this game and Tennessee being favored by ne- by 12? All right, so Kentucky. Kentucky, they beat Mississippi State, and they lost to South Carolina and Ole Miss before that back-to-back games. Frauds. Frauds are Ole Miss. Tennessee at home. Tennessee by 12. I had 12 and a half. doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go push the chips in Tennessee covers. Okay, all right. I'm going to say because Tennessee plays Georgia next weekend, not this weekend, okay. next weekend. They've had their emotional game with Alabama. Yeah. Kentucky, you can look at all aspects of Kentucky and look past them to the biggest game in Vols history since 1998. Mm-hmm. I want to say Kentucky covers. I think 12 is oh, too many points damn. and Actually, I think they'll probably just light it up. But I want to go against you. And I'm going to say Kentucky will cover this game. I appreciate that. That's that's back-to-back difference of opinion. Did you know Tennessee beat UT, University of Tennessee Martin by almost 40 points? No, I did not know that. <laughs> they just paid them a million bucks to come get their brains beat in. <laughs> Is that homecoming? Yeah. No, I, I, I see where your head's at. All right, we got to get to three up and three down. This is our NFL segment where we 
predict three teams that are trending up and will continue to do so and three teams that are trending down and will continue to do so or maybe a team that is down now up and is up now down up down up down up down all right trainer give me your first up the NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith. Speaking of West Virginia, will take out the Giants. I took the Giants to be a down last week. I was wrong. The Jags were terrible, as they, as the Jags are. Um, the Jags have win. tricked me multiple times this season. Yeah, the Seahawks will the Seahawks will prevail and beat Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley at home. I disagree. The gum chewer is back. Russell Wilson sucks without the gum chewer. I disagree. I think all of New York, I have the Giants and the Jets up this week. The Jets are, uh, the Pats are favored by two and a half. Did I read that right? I'm taking the Jets money line. They're at home. There's real excitement in the Jets fan base. There's real excitement in the Giants fan base. Defense and running the ball travels. Daniel Jones are finally figuring out how to utilize him, which is just let him run half the time. Kind of expose him to a little bit of danger because they know that they're not his franchise quarterback. Seattle is horrible in the red zone. They they rank last in the NFL in in converting red zone trips, which makes me think that they're kind of getting lucky. DK Metcalf has a knee injury. Not that he's playing a significant role in this offense anyway. Well, he did get carted off, and we thought it might be a second poop problem. But it, yeah, you're right; it was a knee problem this time. They're running their rookie running back from Michigan State. He Kenneth is Walker. Kenneth Walker. He is out. I think that's too much for Seattle to overcome. He tore his ACL. No, that's Brees Hall. You're talking about Brees Hall for the Jets. Am I mixing the two up? I thought Kenneth you Walker. I thought yeah, Kenneth Walker was in, injured. Yeah. Brees Hall is getting replaced by the Jacksonville running back. No, Brees, Brees Hall tore his ACL. Kenneth Walker is still healthy, I promise. Okay, well, well, who's the Jacksonville running back going to the Jets this week? Uh, James Robinson. Robinson. Okay, well, that kind of deflates my pick, but that doesn't matter. I'm picking <laughs> the Jets and the I want Giants. You to have all the, I want you to have all the information <laughs> to make the right pick. I don't I'm know trying where to be I... fair. Trying to be fair here. I don't know. I don't know what I was reading. Okay. Uh, those are two of my ups. Give me your second up, trainer. We're running out of time. Massey's Lions. Massey's Lions at home beat Miami and Alabama's Tua Tungavailoa. I had to stay away from this game. I couldn't pick it, but I'm glad you picked it. The Lions. All right. I have I have my last up is the 49ers. They're favored by one and a half. I think that's too oh. few points. The Niners and Shanahan own McVay and the Rams. They just do. It's it's a, it's in a the fact. playoffs in, in the playoffs though. Oh, that that we're not. Are we in the playoffs right now? They own the Rams in the regular season. This You're is a regular right. season game. The 49ers are going to win this game and cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Give me your. Give me you're your. Not, you're not going to. Well, then, if you're mad at me now, you're not going to like this. Go for Raiders. It. Raiders. Las Vegas went on the road at New Orleans. Who's the quarterback? We don't know yet. Massey, you. Talked me into this pick. I was going to remove it, but you said Massey as the fan lover of the Saints. You didn't even know who the quarterback was. So you're no one knows of, who their quarterback your lack is. Of, your lack of commitment. No, Dennis Allen, no, no. Dennis Allen's lack of commitment. I, I have to pick the Raiders here. I'm sorry. Raiders are up. Taysom Hill is quarterback. Andy Dalton's quarterback. Jameis Winston's quarterback. It's the most confusing thing. I, I, I had to like shut it down. Does that make any sense? There there was a point in which I was like, after the Cardinals lost and the the two pick sixes, I was like, I need to take a break. I need to walk outside. I need to smoke a cig. And when I come back, I want want to 
I want you all to have figured this all out because I'm not reading any press right now. Don't oh. smoke in the locker room. You get yeah. Trouble. Do not smoke in the locker room. Down. Especially a, a spliff. A cig is okay. A spliff, no. Not so much. All right. I got the Bears. They were riding high on Monday Night Football. Oh, they were feeling wait, 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 themselves. Wait, wait, wait. Did you have this? Did you have this before I took the Raiders? Calm down. Calm down and let me finish. The Bears are riding high against – they were riding high on Monday Night Football in primetime, won big time against the Patriots. They're at Dallas. I think the Bears come plummeting down to earth. They will get absolutely about the, blown out by the Cowboys' D. Micah Parsons is a problem. Dallas covering nine and a half points. My mistake. I thought we were talking about three ups and you said the Bears. Well, just because so you're them. sensitive. Just sensitive. What's your first down? <laughs> We got to go. All right. Well, I, all right. I'm going to counter a few years, few of yours. I'm going to go. Well, actually, no, I, no, actually, I'm not. The Pats will lose to the Jets. I agree with that one. Yep. This one I'm countering. The Rams coming off a of bye week. Sean McVay will be ready. I don't think Christian McCaffrey's completely embedded in the offense for the 49ers yet. I like the, the Rams to win at home um, against the 49ers. And then my beat them when they're down. Sam Ellinger didn't didn't show up for the eyes of Texas, and Matt Ryan's dead. Uh, the Colts will lose to Taylor Heineke. Tyler? Taylor Tyler? Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Tyler Heineke. Yeah, they'll lose to the uh, the Commanders at home. Um, I like week. that a lot. I, I like watching Taylor Heineke play football more than like Carson Wentz play football. Carson Wentz, when he plays football, you're like, this is stupid. And when Taylor it's, drops it's back and pass, you're like, I don't know what's about to happen. Anything could happen right here. I have a good segment for next week. I think we can kind of add it in. I know we're running out of time for uh, four wedding, four funerals and a wedding. It's going to basically be like, the, we're going to say goodbye to these quarterbacks like Matt Ryan, uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Baker Carson Mayfield. Wentz. Yeah. Well, yeah. But Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, RIP likely. So we'll talk more about that next week, but I feel like Wentz, you'll never see him in the league again. My second down is Tampa Bay. They're coming off a rocky, rocky couple of games. They're one and four in their last five. They're favored by one and a half at home against Baltimore. Baltimore continues to struggle to finish them off, finish off teams in the fourth quarter. But what Baltimore is able to do is run the ball and control it. So I think I'm going to take Baltimore in this case. I think Tampa continues to lose. Baltimore covers the one and a half. Go Ravens. All right, give me your last down. That was it. Pats, Colts, 49ers, down, down, down. Oh, I'm with Dallas, Baltimore, and the Browns. I picked the Browns to come up the last couple of weeks. I predicted them to recover. Joe Burrow is back. He's throwing the ball all over the yard. Monday night football. They're favored by three and a half. I think they blow them out in Cleveland. Bengals cover. All right, sports fans, that is all the time we have for you uh, this evening. Download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Please go download the Kate Zeloff interview. It is awesome. It's always great to catch up with her. All right, that's it, and that's all.